What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to A Little Agile, A Day Keeps the Bugs Away. But wait a second. I know what you're thinking. BP, it's it's Saturday. What, what are you doing? You usually have your episodes Tuesday and Thursdays. It's Saturday. As I promised, I said I was going to bring you an episode, an extra episode, because I missed Tuesday, and I apologize for that. And this is my apology. And by apologizing, I realized through your feedback that there is a new niche that we can go after in this podcast. And what we're going to call it is Scenario Saturday. I have a few people that reached out to me. Not going to use the specific company names, but I will use the the actual name of the person, just the first name. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through their scenarios and provide insights and advice on to how to combat the scenarios. And many of these are scenarios that you probably deal with in your day-to-day. So, a different episode today in A Little Agile Day Keeps the Bugs Away. Pretty good stuff. And if you're not familiar with the podcast, this podcast is dedicated to bringing you concepts around the agile world in small episodes that you can listen to in a short car ride. And it it's big today. We're going to get to it. Our first ever, the pilot of Scenario Saturday. And with Scenario Saturday, we're bringing you a new sound right there. We're remixing it in to Scenario Saturday. And let's see what we have. So someone sent this in. And the concepts typically seen in the Agile world... um, this one might hit home to many of you. So set the tone here. I'm going to call this company Tech Transformers. So Alex reached out to us, and, and this company is a mid-sized technology company. They specialize in developing enterprise software, and they decided to transition from a traditional waterfall methodology to agile in order to improve their responsiveness to market change as as we hear all the time so the company hired alex the the coach who reached out to us who is an experienced agile coach to steer this transformation however a few weeks into the transformation or this transition alex started to observe significant resistance from the team members not necessarily middle management so specifically the software developers were very reluctant to adopt the specific ceremonies like the daily stand-up meetings and any essential agile practices. So they argued that these meetings disrupt their work and reduce their coding time. And moreover, they're maintaining their old habits of working in their silos and they're very hesitant to deliver work in small iterative increments fearing that this will lead to more bugs in the code. And that's it. That's the scenario for today. So very interesting situation we have here with Alex. And one of the main actions here for Alex is Alex understanding the resistance to change uh, and, and that this resistance to change is very common, especially in significant 
transitions like this. So the goal here is decide to address the situation proactively with a, a few steps that I'll give you. So the first one is always, always, always within a new transformation, especially in a new company, you want to start with an open dialogue. So ideally, we would want Alex, you to schedule a full team meeting. You want to include both the resistant software developers and then other team members as well. And the goal is to facilitate a discussion where everyone is encouraged to express their concerns about the transformation. So you ensure everyone's voice is heard. You have open dialogue, you build trust, and then the team members actually start to feel valued. So you nipped it in the bud right off the bat just by assuming that transformation is hard and that resistance to change is abundant in our world and it's just naturally occurring in humans. You started, started off with trust and you allow individuals to talk about their concerns right up front. So now you're bringing them on your team as they start to accept you on their team. And with every transformation, you also want to introduce some agile education. You want to realize that obviously the resistance might stem from a lack of full understanding of the benefits of agile. So ideally, what I would say for Alex is to arrange a series of training sessions where you can explain the principles of agile, the reasons behind each practice, and how they contribute to overall productivity and customer satisfaction. You can use success stories from well-known companies, from case studies that have benefit from this transformation, and it will make your points more relatable and more convincing. Don't overburden them here. We want to allow them to build out their process. You don't want to prescribe much, but you do want to teach the fundamentals and the roots of where a lot of these frameworks and methodologies came from, because then you start to get into their line of thinking and you could start to build together. And this will lead into a gradual transition. You want to be able to recognize that the team's discomfort with this sudden shift in, in working style, I would suggest implementing agile practices gradually. You want to start with the most straightforward and non-descriptive practices so you can allow the team to adapt slowly and see the benefits firsthand. They don't even have to be right at first. They don't even have to be something that you have heard in the past doesn't work with the type of the type of variability in their priority or their type of backlog. Try something and move pieces around to fit their work and you'll actually start to see a specific framework mold around that approach. It is very good because you bring once again that team into the transformation instead of trying to lecture on how they are supposed to transform because at the end of the day they've been here a hell of a lot longer than you have so you want to make sure you show them that you understand that and you are just taking their expertise and molding it into a framework that works for them you're really just the facilitator here and that's one of the more important things for a coach to understand and then through all this you want to be able to facilitate feedback loops. You want to institute some practice of conducting retrospectives. And in these meetings, you want the team members to discuss obviously what worked well, what isn't working well, and then we want to draft action items from here. Similar to how you work with a team, 
you want to do this with the the reluctant individuals in the agile transformation and also the individuals that are on board as well because bringing those two together you could start to see the the opinions start to bleed toward the people that are already bought in and this practice is going to give the team a sense of ownership in the transformation like the theme of this has been so far and then they'll also give them a platform to continuously improve their process and then finally mentorship you want to get a couple of team members who are very enthusiastic about the transformation and turn them into agile champions agile champions and finding those early on are key it is not a consultant or coach's job to do this alone find individuals who maybe have a strong powerful voice who are enthusiastic about this and they become your champions and then encourage each champions to help their peers understand and navigate the agile practices providing a supportive environment within the team people know these individuals they're friends with these individuals they go to lunch with these individuals they maybe even go to happy hour or hang out with these individuals outside of work so having these individuals bought in and being the champions really helps grow the culture as you are trying to transform it so the bottom line the lesson here our agile coaches really need to understand that transitioning to agile is a significant shift that will lead to resistance. It's very rare that it won't. And tackling this resistance, it's going to require empathy. It's going to require education, gradual change, feedback loops, and then building those agile champions. And by applying some of these strategies, you can start to see a smoother transition. You could start to foster the agile mindset and then finally create an environment that values continuous improvement and adaptation. And that's it. That's all. That's our first scenario Saturday. So find some friends who you could share this podcast with. Not going to cut that who you could share this podcast with and please review it as well. So maybe you have some agile champions in your own organization, share this with them, see if they can get any insights and also have them provide me feedback. I grow from this feedback and scenario Saturday, this pilot episode was derived from your feedback. So thank you for this and keep them coming. Once again, it's your friend BP, AKA little agile. And I will talk to you next week.